So greetings everybody in the name of the Lord. I am Pastor Ron Russell and it is my joy to invite you to come into the sanctuary this afternoon and join us for Resurrection Camp Meeting 2021. We are so excited about what God is getting ready to do in this season and this time of special meeting. We are so delighted that you're taking the time and joining us. So won't you come go with me right now as we go into the sanctuary, as we worship the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and we prepare for the word of the Lord that's going to come from those that God has sent our way for this time. God bless you. Let's worship the risen Savior together. I'm thankful tonight you guys can be seated because I'm eager to get into this word. Amen. Has the worship been amazing tonight? It has been wonderful. I bless you guys. I always, my mama taught me to be very grateful. And I'm thankful for Pastor and the First Lady for this opportunity for my husband and I to be here tonight. And I don't know about you, but I believe God is already moving in this house. All right? And I bind any trick of Satan that would love to come and operate tonight. He will have no authority in this house. Amen. Amen. Give me a little bit of monitor. I want to um, remind you where we were about a year ago. Do you remember where you were? Churches were canceled. Easter services were canceled. Amen. Do you remember that? I believe the enemy came and stole some stuff from the people of God. I know that revivals were stolen. Uh, if you can give me a little monitor. I know that revivals were stolen. I know for a fact that some healings were stolen. I know for a fact that some souls were stolen. Amen. But I know the word of God that says, if a thief is caught stealing, amen, <laughs> That we have the authority and the power to go back to that thief and say, you shall return it sevenfold. Amen. How many is expecting what Sister Vonda was talking about? A revival of sevenfold. Amen. I'm believing tonight there's going to be healings in this house. I believe tonight there will be breakthrough in this house. I believe tonight there's going to be a move of God that we have missed out on. But God is saying, I've come to take back what the enemy has stolen and give it back to my people. Is anybody ready for that in the house? You see, I'm not going to move until you get with me. I'm just like that. I'm brassy enough to wait on you to get with me to, to, to deliver the word of God. Amen. So how many is going to get with me in this house? Is the sound okay? Okay, because I had them boys pump it up. Before we get started, I will obey the Lord. Um, last night I was awake and the Lord began to show me some things actually the night before. And he began to confirm it in my spirit last night. And so if you will just... Bear with me. I'm going to obey God, if you will, all right? There's somebody in the house that works with the judicial system. Um, very closely to a judge. Is there anybody in the house that works in the judicial system of this county, a surrounding county, that works close with a judge, a judge executive, a judicial branch? I don't know. I don't know exact names. I don't know exact words. Is there somebody in the house that works in the judicial system in a county or an area around here? Is there anybody? Where are you? Will you step forward, please? 
Don't be scared. Come on up here, baby. I have a word of the Lord for you. Do both of you stand right there? Do you go here? Do you? Don't be afraid, all right? Huh? What part do you work in? Prosecutor's office. The prosecutor's office. Do you work near a judge in the judicial system uh, in that area? Is there is that stuff go on in that area, in that building? Okay, they work hand in hand in the judges. God wants to say to you that this is no longer a job but an assignment. There are things that's gone on in this territory, in this region. And you have thought of this as a mere job. What am I going to do? I have no influence. I have no power. But God says, do not look at this like a job, but it is as an assignment. Esther was sent in for an assignment. And God wants to say unto you this day, somebody needs to write this down, get a hold of this tape, that you are here commissioned to be an Esther for this community, for the city and the regions you're in. Do not despise where you're at. When you walk into that house, know in your spirit, are you a Christian? Are you a Christian? Know in your spirit that if I perish, I perish, but I have influence in this place. You have looked over your job and you've dismissed it, but there is going to be a door open, an avenue open that you're going to be able to have access that nobody else has had access to. And things are going to shift. There's been a spiritual Haman set out in this community. There's been a spiritual Haman with gallows. I don't know how long ago, but I can literally see gallows were set up in the spirit with stronghold over this city and they have been held down none comes in and none goes out that's the way this city is that's the way this town is that's the way this region in no one goes in and no one goes out some people come here and they feel like they're stuck the rest of their life I'm telling you things are about to break over this region things are about to open up over this region your job now is an assignment to be prayerful to be fasting if you live today and die tomorrow no that you've had an assignment commissioned by God that I am an Esther and if I shall perish I perish but I have an appointment with the king on high I have access nobody does you know you've been told all your life that you would never mount to nothing you've been told all your life you would never be anything come on break off right now in the name of Jesus I bind that lie from Satan God has commissioned you you are worthy you are worthy you are worthy the lie of the enemy has held you captive. And today that judicial system you're in, it no, longer, it no longer keeps you locked down and bound up, but you were released in the name of Jesus. I speak deliverance over her tonight. It's breaking off in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, be loosed and set free. Yeah, Let's thank God for that right now. Let's thank God for that right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Do you believe that happened in this house tonight just for you? Amen. Just for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He's so good, isn't he? 
He is so good, isn't he? Give me that water. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. How many is ready for a message tonight? Woo, I feel better. That's off my chest. <laughs> Maybe I can sleep tonight, Pastor. Woo. You know, we've been in revival in Church on the Rock in Berea, Kentucky. We drove two and a half hours to be in revival with you guys. And I believe that I speak that over this house tonight. Pastor and I have been chatting a little bit. Things are about ready to happen in this region. I believe that there's a regional harvest about to happen in this place. But things are happening in Berea, Kentucky, and I come to tell you the good news. We had 39 people get saved Sunday morning on Easter. To God be the glory. But what we don't talk about a lot is some healings we've had in the house. Amen. We've had a couple weeks ago, God said, speak a word. And we began to speak the word. And somebody uh, I sp began to speak over joints, especially knees. And a woman got up and she began to run around the building. She, you see why she began to run for 23, 24 years. She hadn't been able to move that knee. She had not ran in 23 or 24 years. And she began to do laps around the building. God miraculously touched her in that moment, all right? Then last two weeks ago, was it two weeks? Easter was last week. Two weeks ago, uh, God began to uh, show some things. Say, show some things. He began to show plaque in the arteries. And I'm sitting on the front row and my mouth begins to draw. My heart begins to beat. And I'm thinking, oh, Lord, what are you doing? And he said, do you trust me? And I said, you've never failed me. So I said, Pastor, can I say something? And we began to talk about what was going on in the house and began to declare over the house that plaque in the arteries and stroke and heart attack would have no authority in the men of the house. The next day, the next week, um, that Monday, one of the men of the house, and while I was speaking, Mark Pastor says, you called out a man's name, and I said, I had no idea. That man ended up in the ICU on a ventilator being told he was brain dead. He had a heart attack. He had a stroke. He laid in ICU on a vent for a week. Last Monday, I get a call. Sister Dana, this is Tom. I said, what? He said, I believe I died, and I come back to life. He said, the doctor said there was plaque in my arteries, that I had a stroke and I had a heart attack. But God miraculously raised me up out of that place. He has no symptoms. <laughs> to God be the glory. Amen. Why am I telling you that tonight? Because the same miraculous power in Berea, Kentucky is in Connersville, Indiana tonight. Amen. How many in here needs a touch of God? How many needs a touch of God over your body? Raise your hand if you do. You're going to have to respond tonight. I trust and I declare tonight that the move of God is going to touch your life and heal your body. And you're going to walk out of here different than the way you walked in. Amen. But there's some things we got to settle in the spirit. Is the sound okay, really? There's some things we have to do in the spirit. You begin to, what we begin to do is decree a thing. And that's the name of this message tonight is decree a thing. And I'm 
going to pray and we're going to preach, all right? Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, God. I thank you that no weapon formed against us tonight in the spirit realm, in the airwaves, in my throat shall prosper. I thank you that the word, your word, shall go forth. I thank you that you stand here, God, and you minister. And the people sit there, God, and they receive. Give us ears to hear, God, of what you will say tonight. Be responsive, Father, that we would be responsive people to your word tonight. In the name of Jesus, I give you praise and I give you glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Decree a thing. Look at your neighbor and say, decree a thing. Decree a thing. In Job chapter 22 and verse 28, I'm going to read one simple verse. Job 22 verse 28. 28. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. And the light shall shine upon thy ways. Isn't that a good verse? How many times have you read it? Too fast. God is saying to Job, Dana. God is saying to Mark, Pastor Mark, and to Pastor Ron tonight. You shall, whosoever shall. Come on, that is a command. You shall decree a thing. That's a personal command. And when you do it, it shall be done. Now, this is going to be one of the most simplest messages I've ever preached. But if you will get a hold of what God wants to do in this house, it will be one of the most powerful messages you will ever hear. Decree a thing. This word is powerful. Just listen for a moment. It's going to change you. It's going to change your home. And I decree it will change our nation. Amen. We all know the only way that we can decree a thing is how. It's with our mouth. Amen. That thing that we all battle with. How many knows that life and death are in the power of what? The tongue. God has so much to say about that tongue in our mouths that you can read a whole chapter about it in James chapter 3. It's powerful. I tell you, when you leave here tonight, go home and read that. In that chapter, it talks about the power of a bit in a horse's mouth. Now, I don't know about you, but I grew up country. I grew up poor, and I grew up with my papaw in the field. And, you know, kids didn't play on electronics back then. We worked the garden, amen? So papaw would be behind these old massive mules and these old massive horses, and he would be able to go, hey, giddy up, giddy up, you know what I'm talking about. And, and by the power of that scrawny little 110-pound man, he could control those pound beast. How? Because it had a bit in his tongue. And what that tells me is this. The power of the tongue can have you go in one direction. All right? The power of the tongue by the things you say can be going this direction. But if you get authority over that thing, it can turn your direction and turn your life around. The power of the tongue. It talks about in James that another thing is that it talks about the tongue as a metaphor of a rudder of a boat. How many's ever been on a cruise? Pastor Mark and I went on the Royal, I mean, no, no, it was Norwegian cruise line. Don't go on that one. That thing rocked and turned all night long. I asked one of the cabin people, why in the world is this thing rocking and carrying on? I've been on other ones, and they don't do that. And they said, well, the rudder doesn't go deep enough into the water. Come on, James was talking about that with the power of the tongue. He said that little bitty member, he says, when it comes, and it comes out of the water, and it slaps around, and it flaps around without any control.
control, it can literally shipwreck a ship. The power of a tongue. Amen. I'm going to go somewhere and you better go with me tonight. Now, James talks about the power of the tongue is the tongue is as a fire. What you say can cause devastation. Every day. Every single day of our lives, we're walking around decreeing things over ourselves, over our children, over our bodies, and we are allowing people to speak things over us. Are we not? Today, when we walk out of those thresholds, here's my prayer. Tonight, when we walk out of those thresholds, I pray that you were changed. I pray that you were full of a revelation. I pray that things begin to move and change in your life. I pray that things are created, that you walk in a new authority. Why, Sister Dana? All because you understand, and tonight you finally get a hold of something called the power of a declaration tonight I speak that over you amen just a few minutes I'm going to preach I'm not going to say an hour okay I want to talk about the power of a decree a decree does three things that we're going to talk about a decree puts things in motion a decree has the power to create and a decree carries the final authority a decree puts things in motion means this. Nothing moves until something is said. It is the saying something that makes things move. I'm going to explain it to you. God created the world to function to what you say and what you decree. Come on, I promise you, if you get a hold of this. Adam ruled the garden not because he was the strongest. He didn't rule it because he was the most attractive. He didn't rule it because he was the biggest. But it, be, wait, wait, but it was because of his ability to what? To say something. Adam was able to name things, to name animals, and that's what they were. Everything in the kingdom started moving when something was said. I'm taking my time tonight. In the beginning, let me prove it. In the beginning, God said, when God said, things started moving. Notice nobody was there to hear it, but God said it anyway. Nobody was there to hear it, but God said it anyway. He was not speaking for communication. When God said something, he was speaking for creation. God said, and things began to move. If you understand this, if you understand that God has transferred that power and that authority of a decree to you and to me, I'm finally feeling the Holy Ghost up here. If we can just get a hold of this today, somebody want to get a hold of this in this house? If we could get a hold of this and begin to understand the power of a decree, I think everything in your world will begin to move. We walk around. I hear it all the time, we pastor. I walk around and I begin to hear people saying, well, I wonder when God is going to move in my body. I wonder when God is going to move COVID out of here. I wonder when revival is going to start moving among us. I wonder when this whole sickness and disease is going to move out of my body. If you want it to move, if you want things to start moving in your life, stop crying about it. If you want things to start moving, stop talking about it. If if you want things to start moving, I want you to 
stop complaining about it. And what you need to do is get a hold of a word of God and put it in your mouth. And with the authority that you've been given, with the authority that you possess, I dare you to begin to decree a thing and it shall be established. Why? Because there is a transfer of the authority of God. If we could get a hold of that, we would act different. We would talk different. We would be different. We have the transfer of heaven in our mouth and what we say and what we do and things will begin to move. Hallelujah. I'm sorry. People ask me, Sister Dana, are you going to have to prove that to me tonight? You see, I'm set in my ways with religion. Is this going to be one of those proclaim it and grab it kind of messages? Well, honey, maybe it will be. I've never preached one, but it might be the first time. It might be so good we preach this thing over and over again. But I'm telling you something. It is the infallible word of God preparing us for the days ahead and preparing the earshot of the people tonight because there's some things about to happen. There's some things being established in the spirit realm. There's some things going to be said over your children. And if you don't have the word of God, if you don't have the gumption to stand and decree a thing, they're going to wonder, am I a boy or am I a girl? They're going to wonder, am I homosexual or am I straight? And it is the power of God that's going to be able to say, I decree over you. You were created in your mother's womb. Before I formed you, I knew you. Decreeing over your children. God told Job, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. As things become more and more loosed over this earth. And they are being loosed over this earth. There are demonic seals being undone, Pastor, in a realm that we could not imagine. If we truly had the reveal of the, of the spirit realm, we would shrink and shrivel if we were not right with God. Things that are coming upon this earth. As morales continue to decline, as sin runs rampant, there's going to have to be a people of authority. Listen to me in this house. I'll push until I have to let you hear it tonight. There's going to have to be a people of authority with a transfer of power to know that I can stand. I can stand and decree a thing and it shall be established despite what it looks like. Despite what it looks like on TV when they look like they're going crazy. Despite what they're saying in the school system. There's going to be some people with the I know that I know that I know that I can stand flat foot and I know the word of God and the word of God says I can look at that situation I can speak to it I can decree it and whatever I decree lined up with the word of God it shall be established that's the people that God is preparing us to be things will begin to move can somebody say amen in Matthew 8 and verse 5 now when Jesus had entered into Capernaum a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I'll come and I'll heal him. The centurion answered and he said, no, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. 
For I am also a man under authority. Having soldiers under me, I say to one, go, and he goes, another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. Then Jesus said to the centurion, go your way. As you believe, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. Amen. We just read the centurion soldier had a paralyzed servant. He had something that's supposed to move. Come on, get with me. He has something that's supposed to move, but it doesn't move anymore. When the soldier sees Jesus and he says, if you have something that's not moving, something that's laying dormant, something that is supposed to be different than what it is, I'll come to your house and I'll heal it. Most people in that moment would have said, Jesus, come on. But this man says to Jesus, I'm not worthy for you to come to my house. All you have to do is speak the word. Amen? Lord, if you will just say something here, something is going to happen under my roof. If you will just speak the word. See, Jesus, I understand. I'm a man under authority. When I say to one, go, he goes. When I say to one, come, he comes. When I say to one, do it, he does it. Everything under my authority moves when I say so. Therefore, Jesus, I recognize your authority to such a degree that under your authority, Jesus, everything has to move when you say something. So tonight, right where you sit, If you have something paralyzed, if you have something that's not moving, something that is stuck in your life, you know what I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking to. You know every time you cross the threshold of that door, you have to leave that man laying on the couch. He used to come to church with you, but he don't come anymore. You know what I'm talking about when you had a child who used to raise their hands and worship Jesus in the youth group, but now they're shooting up their veins with heroin. You know what I'm talking about tonight. You got something that used to move. You got something that used to praise. You got something that used to shout glory to God. But now it doesn't move anymore. Now it says, I don't want to go, honey. You go on by yourself. And that thing is stuck at home. It used to move and it doesn't move anymore. But I'm telling you, what do you think? What you do in this place If you could get this tonight, what you do in this place can affect what's happening in another place. Amen. We're not just coming to church anymore. If you were one of those people that said, oh, when COVID gets open, I can't can't wait to get in the house of the Lord. But we got to send you PR and we got to send you phone calls and how easily you forgot what you said when you missed church. But you, I'm talking in this house, if you will get a hold of this tonight, when we come in here and sing our four songs and a preacher sweats and preaches to you it's not about that way for church anymore there has to be a level of expectation that something is going to move because I'm here and because I'm in the presence of God and I'm not going to go through the motions anymore who in the house has a made up mind I'm telling you I'm tired of it I'm tired of going through the motions I will not show up to church if I don't go expecting, if I don't come believing God's going to speak a word to me and deliver me, if God's not going to touch my body and heal me, because here's what I've got to say to you. There are things going on outside that I cannot fix and neither can you. But what I can do 
is I can lift up a decree in here while I'm in his presence worshiping the Lord and people in your home and people in your city and people in prisons and people in hospital rooms and people incarcerated and people out of their mind. If you will begin, if the church of God will begin to decree in one place, things will be established and things will begin to move in another place. We are not helpless. We are not hopeless. We have a power and the authority to decree a thing and it shall be established. Amen. To some of you, you could be saying, Sister Dana, I've prayed the same prayer for 15 years and nothing has begun to move. But I'm here to tell you in this house, something in your house is about ready to get up and move. But all you have to do is get a hold of one thing. Decree a thing and it shall be established. It is a conditional thing. But all you have to do is change the way you're talking. I listen to you. I listen to you what you say. Change the way you're talking and get your mouth lined up with the transfer of the power of heaven hallelujah decree a thing and it shall be established are you with me Isaiah 57 and verse 19 I've overlooked this scripture a lot of times it says I create the fruit of the lips what you decree will be created the second point God said, who said? God said, I create the fruit of the lips. This means I form it, I fashion it, and I mold it like a potter. God says, I listen to what you say from your lips, and then I create the fruit of it. Somebody get a hold of that. That's powerful in this house. How do you get God to work in your life? How do you activate the miraculous power of God? God is saying to you, I have linked myself as creator, El Elyon, to the words that you speak in your life. I create whatever you keep saying. Come on, somebody listen to this. I create whatever you keep declaring. Whatever you're constantly confessing, whatever you're constantly praying about, whatever you're constantly uttering, I create. God is saying this. I'm the one who created the shores. I'm the one that created the moon. I'm the one that created the sun. I create the lip, the utterance of your lips. He says, the fruit means the utterance. I create the utterance of your lips. We look around and we say, How did I get in this place? How did my family end up like this? How is my life happening to be like this? Friends, we are composed of everything that we say. Amen? The Bible says in Proverbs 18, death and life are where? In the power of the tongue. But listen to this. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. How many's had a new revelation in the house tonight? Mark 11, chapter, chapter 11, verse 23 says this, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatever he what? 
saith. Jesus is saying, say to the mountain. Now, Sister Dana, what's a mountain? A mountain is any circumstance. A mountain is a problem. A mountain is a life situation. Your mountain, no matter what it is, knows your voice. God gave the authority for it to listen to you. It said, speak to the mountain. Your mountain knows your voice. He said, decree over it. Let me ask you this. What are you decreeing in your life? What are you decreeing to your teenager? Come on, mama, I'm going to talk to you in the house. Just recently, I was on the phone with a lady, and she was saying about her 19-year-old son. He's never going to mount to anything. He's as sorry as his daddy is. I have to make him get up and go to work. I'm telling you, he ain't nothing but a loser. And she went on and on and on and on, and I said, stop it. I can't stand to hear it anymore. What are you decreeing? Decreeing over your marriage. Come on, I'm going to get in your business now. Oh, he'll never change. He'll never love me. He'll never serve God. He'll never give his life to Jesus. He'll just keep watching that old porn. What are you decreeing over your husband? What are the things that you're saying? Because Jesus said, speak. Decree to that child. Decree over that marriage. Decree to that mountain and say the word. He said, then believe it in your heart. Why? There is power when you decree a thing because the word of God says he will create the utterance of your lips. So let me talk to you mama. Mama when you got that child that grows up to be a 30 year old man laying on your couch and he don't provide for the five children that he is seated and he's not a father to those that he inseminated and that he bore into this earth when he don't make no money and you're supporting his rent let me tell you something you decreed a thing over that child let me talk to your wife I've got to talk to you now when you've got a husband who would rather spend more time on the computer than you I'm telling you a husband that won't come and serve God a husband who won't come out but he'll go with the bar room I'm telling you there was a day in your life I don't mean to be rough but there was a day in your life that you decreed it over him. Tonight, we're going to take back some things in the atmosphere. We have the power to take what has been said and claim it back out of that atmosphere and decree over your children and decree over your marriages tonight. Amen? Are y'all okay out there? I'm almost done. The truth is, either you believe what I'm preaching or you don't. Amen? Either you believe cancer is going to dry up or you don't believe it. Let me tell you something. You could speak to that cancer. I sat in a doctor's office two and a half years ago. Not a lot of people know that. That man was sitting in the office with me. The doctor looked at me and she said, now I know why you're losing your hair. Now I know why you ain't got no energy. Now I know why you feel the way you do, Dana. How long you been doing this? And I told her, she said, here's the report. Honey, it looks like you got cancer. It looks like there's cancer in your body. Well, I looked over at this man and I, th I, I thought he was boo-hoo crying. I don't know. He, it tore him all to pieces. And I looked at that doctor. 
with every ounce of authority in me because there's been a transfer of heaven to me. And I lifted my finger up and I said, don't you speak that over my body. I want you right now to denounce that. And she looked at me so funny. And I said, now you may not understand, but I will not allow you to speak that over me because the word of God says that on that on that cross, he bore the stripes for my healing and cancer cannot live in my body and cancer cannot destroy my thyroid. Take it back. And she said, okay, then I take it back. But here, and I said, don't say it. Either you believe what I'm saying tonight or you don't. Either you believe for financial blessing or you don't. Either you go around and say, I'm never going to have anything. My mama was poor. My daddy was poor. Or you say, I rebuke the devourer of this for my sake. Come on, you can speak those things. Either you believe for peace of your mind or you don't. You go around and say, oh, it's really rough. I don't think it's going to get any better. I can't hardly handle it anymore. Or you begin to speak. He who, he who keeps his mind stayed upon the Lord shall remain in perfect peace. What are you decreeing? Amen. Decree a thing and it shall be established. My last point, are y'all still with me? My last point about decree a thing, a decree carries a final authority. Say that to your neighbor. A decree carries a final authority. In Matthew 15, a woman came to Jesus who was a Gentile. That means she had no right to the blessing. And she came to Jesus and she said, my daughter, she's demon possessed. Church, I've never seen a time when our daughters and our sons are dealing with so many demonic influences. Never have I seen so many girls and boys cutting themselves living in addiction and living in depression and the spirit of suicide. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sexual immorality is running rampant among our kids. But let me tell you why. Because there's a Satan that knows there's a word over our kids and over this generation. It says, in the last days, I shall pour out of my spirit upon them, right? And they shall, what, prophesy. I'm telling you, there is a word over your children. This woman is desperate. I can't get my daughter free. So Jesus says to her, it is not right for me to give the children's bread to the dogs. Look at her reply. She said, Lord, meaning I recognize your authority. But even the dogs get the crumbs from the master table. So what she's saying is, Lord, I recognize your authority. It's right. I'm not worthy to receive a blessing. But if you will only say the word right here on these shores, my soul shall be healed. And Jesus looks at this woman and says, because this woman's faith and what she said, go your way. And her daughter was made whole. Are y'all getting the picture tonight? Some in here and some are watching. You have cried and asked, when will my daughter ever get free? Will my son ever have peace over his mind again? If that's a mom or a dad in this room and you've been saying that over your children and you've been wondering that over your children, raise your hand right now. 
They're in the world. They're dealing with some things. I bind that satanic attack over your children's mind, over their spirit right now. May it be dispatched from here, wherever they are, and break every stronghold over that child. In the name of Jesus, demon, you have to flee. In the name of Jesus, be loosed off of those children. Now, do you believe in the spirit realm that was done? Do you believe it? Can you connect to the spirit tonight to believe that really happened? Because I can. Why can't I? Because I'm not preaching something I have not lived. I'm not preaching to you something that I do not know is true. There have been nights and there have been days that I've had to walk in my daughter's room. And I have had, I've had to begin to decree something that did not look possible. I've had to say, Satan, get your hand off of my child. With tears running down my face. I didn't know where she was. I didn't know where she was laying. I didn't know where she was, who she was with. But there was an authority in me that knew that I could stand in her room. And I could raise my hands to heaven. And even though I didn't know what was going on or where she was, there was a dispatch of heaven that went to her in that moment because I began to say life to my child when she was in the middle of death. I began to speak no addiction to her when she was putting the booze and alcohol to her lips. I'm telling you, we have the authority. Why am I getting so worked up? Am I so worked up tonight? Because if we can get a hold of this, things in our lives will begin to move. Things will be created and we will operate in an authority that the church has needed to operate in for way too long. I'm commissioning a bunch of people in Connersville, Indiana to stand on your feet tonight. Come on, stand up. Stand on your feet tonight and decree right now. Decree right now. I want to be used of God. I want to walk in a new authority. I want to talk in a new authority. There are things about to move. There are things about to change. Oh, come on. Let the house ring. Come on. Raise your voice. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Out of the utterance of your lips, let things be created right now. Out of the utterance of your lips. Come on, some of you need some authority. Some of you need to just operate in it because the anointing in the house, somebody needs to operate in a fresh anointing. The anointing breaks every stronghold. The Bible tells us that we can go into the strong man's house and take back the things that he's had captive in the heavenlies. What does that mean, Sister Dana? We have the authority. You want your peace back, you want your joy back. You want your finances back? Come on. You want your health back? I'm telling you, they're held up. See, we operate on the earth rim, but there is a heavenly rim. And the Bible tells us that things are held there. Do you understand? By a decree, you can walk into the strong man's house that has these things. And the Bible says if you walk in authority, you can say, give it back in the name of Jesus. But here's what's happening. We're going into to the strong man's house when we're, when we're in revival. We're going into the strong man's house when a woman says to do so. We're going into the strong man's house whenever somebody acts like they can. But what are you doing in the midnight hour? 
happening. We're going into the strong man's house and we're saying, now you give me back my children. You give me back what belongs to me, Satan. But he's looking at you. And in the spirit realm, here's what he's doing. He begins to snarl and he begins to laugh and he begins to put his throat, I mean his foot on your throat and he says, you came into my house. You thought you had authority, but you don't know the word of God. Leave out of here. I'm going to hold it captive. Only with the word of God will I release your children. Only with the word of God will I release your body. I'm telling you this tonight. If you will rise up to your authority, you can walk into that strong man's house and you can declare greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And you can take back what the enemy has stolen. Hallelujah. Do you believe that in this house? It's a legal term to decree a thing. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you this. We come and we say we want God to heal our bodies. We want God to save our children. But I have to tell you that he's given us a transfer of authority. What do I mean by that? Never did God say, go and pray for the sick. Let me put it this way. God said, go heal the sick. All right? Can you get a hold of that today? Do you believe that we have the authority to speak to a dead man and him rise? Let me tell you why I know this. Because God gave the example. Jesus gave the example. He said, woman, get up. He said to the man, get up and walk. He said to the damsel, rise up. Come on, do you hear what I'm saying? He didn't say, oh Lord, if it be your will. Oh Lord, if you can. Oh Lord, maybe you will do it. He looked at those things. He spoke to those things. And they were established. Amen. But as I was preparing this message, here's what the Lord began to speak. He said, too many of my people are begging me to do what I've already promised I would do. Far too many are making supplications. They're bargaining with me to do my revealed will. They're petitioning and crying out from a place of hope instead of a place of faith. But I am calling my body to rise up and decree what I have already said. I'm calling my people to prophesy what I've already said. To declare what I have already said. And to see my will and my kingdom established in the earth. I give you the power of decree. I give you the word to be declared. And it is established from everlasting to everlasting. That is what the word of God says to us tonight over our power of a decree. Amen. How many believes that in this house tonight? Amen. How many really believes that in this house? Isaiah 55 and 11 as the music comes. So will my word be. Which goes forth from my mouth. This is not King James. It will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire. And without success in the matter for which I sent it. Isn't that powerful tonight? Amen. As you're standing all over this house and as the music comes tonight, 
We're going to begin to do something with the pastor's blessing. Is it okay if we begin to decree some things in this house? How many's got a, got a hold of this word tonight? Raise your hands in response if you have. How many's understood you have a new a, a, an authority in this house? As we stand, you know that I told you I sense things over this region, right? You live here, I don't. But I've come to battle with you over this region tonight. And I believe when we leave this area that we will get a report that some things are shifting and some things are changing. Because in this area, as we were talking early, there is a level of strongholds unlike I've felt in a long time. You see, we live in Berea, Kentucky. It's cult. It's witchcraft. As strong as that is, there are some strongholds in this region. How many can agree with me on that? You live here. There are some things in this region that have been pressed down and pushed down. I don't know what the finances are in this region. But there's a spirit of poverty that's been loosed over this place. And I bind that in the name of Jesus. He said that I would that you would prosper. And be in good health even as your soul prospers. We decree that over this house. If you're in a financial burden, I want you to raise your hand right now. I'm dealing with financial burdens. I see you all over this house. In the name of Jesus, I decree prosperity. I decree the word of God that we just spoke. I would, God would, that you would prosper. I bind every trick of Satan that has locked down finances, that's locked down jobs, that's locked down access. They come in and they never leave. You feel like you're stuck here, that you can't go anywhere, that I'll never get on beyond this place. How many feels like you're stuck in this house? That you're stuck, you're not getting anywhere. My ministry's not prospering. My, my, my finances aren't prospering my job places and prospering in the name of Jesus I speak things are breaking off right now over your ministries over your jobs in the name of Jesus amen come on how many's with me in this house how many's with me in this house as I begin to pray for you and as I begin to seek God in the middle of the night last night I've seen ancient days now I'm not old enough to see these things but there have been word curses. There have been forefathers of this region that have walked these grounds. And these grounds have been cursed. How many knows you're living in a curse in this area? I'm not speaking that. We're about to break it in the name of Jesus. For he is the curse breaker. There has been bloodshed in this area. I don't know how much. I don't know why. But it was illegal. It was not right. And it has bound this place up with a blood bounty that is not of God, but it is of Satan. And I bind that thing in the name of Jesus. And every word spoken in cursing of this region, we break it. Can you come into agreement with that tonight? We break the word curse. We break it off of this region. I speak a loosening to be set free over this house, over this region. Amen. How many is listening in this house? There are things that's been done for years. You're like, shut up, be quiet, shh. We don't really care. It was years ago. I'm telling you, you're living now in what happened yesterday. There's a messianic. Now, don't let me offend you. 
But there is a messianic devil that's been loosed over this region. That has walked up and down these aisles of, of your towns and of your houses and of your businesses. And they have taken control over things. And you say they do good. Yeah, they do good. But I'm telling you from the foundation fathers, it is not good. It's connected to the devil. And it needs to be broken off of this place. It does not rule and reign. There's a higher authority that desires to rule and reign in this region. And if we the people would come together, I feel like I'm willing to walk with Wallace on a horse trying to rally the people. Come on people. You have the authority. You have the power to decree a thing and it shall be established. We decree over this region freedom in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. There are many things breaking off in this region. And I don't know if you'll have us back. But if you don't, we'll come anyway. And I expect a good report. I'm not sharing everything I've seen. I'm not saying everything because time's running out. But I'm telling you, there's got to be some people. There won't be many of you, but there will be a few. And you will be powerful and you will be mighty. And you're going to stand at the gates of this city and denounce the attack of the enemy from hundreds of years ago. And you will walk, who are you? You will walk in an authority like you have never walked in before. I don't know what you do. I don't know who you are, brother, in the plaid shirt and your gray beard. There's an authority that you're about to walk in. I don't know what you rule over. I don't know what you're established over. But God wants to use you. He wants to use you. Raise your hands right now. God, use me for your glory. I am influential. I have the word of God in me. I can speak to demons and they begin to flee. I can resist the devil and he begins to flee. I have the authority of Jesus Christ. I rule and reign in him. Hallelujah. There's somebody in here, your right eye. Your right eye. The right side of your face or your right eye. The enemy's been messing with it. Did somebody in the house give a witness to that? My right eye. Come on up here, baby. God's going to touch your body. We got oil. Do we have some oil? I only seen one, but if there's another one, come on, make your way forward. Do you believe God can heal you in this moment? Your right eye. You ready for a healing? How many is ready for a miracle in this house? Is it your eye, your eye, baby? You too, your right eye? God, you see, the enemy wants to distort vision. I'm not being super spiritual with it all. But I'm telling you, everything in the natural operates in the spiritual. I want to I lay my hands on every one of your right eyes in the name of Jesus. Do you believe? Will you testify? In the name of Jesus, be made whole. In the name of Jesus, be made whole in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You're ready for it. How long you been dealing with it? For several months. Several months. You ready? I have a double, double vision. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Affirm infirmity, you flee in the name of Jesus. 
thank you for that healing power, that virtue right now. We decree it over her life that she's healed and made whole in the name of Jesus. She had to have surgery last year over her right eye. And we thought it was, the lump was removed and it started to come back. And every night we pray and she keeps saying it's healed, but we keep seeing just, it keeps trying to come back. And I just want the Lord to remove it completely. I do believe and she believes. The faith of a child. I want you all to, come on, we're not just doing this for these three up here. I want you to come into agreement. In the name of Jesus, come into agreement with us. There's power right now in the name of Jesus. I speak. celebrate what Jesus has already done in this house. How many believes miracles just took place in this room? How many believes I should be getting off this pulpit, but I feel there's a stirring in the house. How many believe miracles just happened in this room? Right here, somebody, right here. If you have pain in your back, right here, I want you to come forward. It just now hit me. Come on, move forward in this room. If you have pain in that part of your back, you're going to get healed and set free tonight. There's one more. Come on, anybody else right here. If I was smart, I would tell you what it is. I am smart. I just don't know what vertebrae it is. But God wants to touch you tonight. How about some miracle happenings in this house, people? All of you all have a back problem right now. Do you, Marsha, do you believe that Jesus will heal you right here and right now? Have you had problem moving your back? Did you all hear that? She didn't come to church Sunday morning because she couldn't even take a breath. Raise your hands. In the name of Jesus. In the name of of Jesus. Come here. Yeah, do do in the last six months and I haven't been able to move or breathe much and able to do much that pain is hallelujah thank you Jesus hallelujah come on let's act like there was a miracle in the name of Jesus she said my pain is gone come here Marcia turn around let me touch your back come on come on you all agree with us there's healing in the house Father, in the name of Jesus, 
In the name of Jesus, be made whole. Every symptom residing in her back has to go right now in the name of Jesus. It has to go. It has to go in the name of Jesus. Be made whole. Hallelujah. Right now, pain, go in the name of Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Raise your hands. In the name of Jesus. Yes, she's ready, God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you right now for your healing virtue. I thank you for that touch right now, God, from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. God, you're moving, you're touching, you're healing. You're re- God, you're releasing the stronghold of infirmity over her life. There's been more than just your back. It's your knees and your hips too, isn't it? In the name of Jesus, God, I ask you right now, Father, to do it. Make her whole in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God. I praise you your name father I give you glory today God move can you move can you move were you able to before do it she couldn't even stand before I want you to test it God it's just moving so much I couldn't even stand through this worship in the songs and I could stand hallelujah come on let's worship him hallelujah thank you Jesus come here brother Hallelujah. Do you doubt? Is there an ounce of doubt? How many times have you been in a prayer line? Several times. Did you walk away not healed? You went back home and you were in pain and the enemy got in your mind, didn't he? I want you to raise your hands up right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, we're coming into one mind and one accord in this room. This man needs a miracle. In the name of Jesus, I speak to this body. I speak to that spine right now. I speak to the fused spine right now. In the name of Jesus, I thank you right now for the healing virtue that's flowing, God, that's ministering to him right now, Father, that the pain is leaving in the name of Jesus. I thank you that he's healed right now. He's healed. He is healed. He is healed right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Do you believe that? Say I. Amen. 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 Does your back feel any different right now? Just pushed it away. It just felt like it just pushed it away. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I bind the attack over his mind right now. Father, I thank you right now that he shall go home and he shall lay in peace. That the tormentor cannot come nigh him. That the thief cannot steal and destroy what you've done tonight, Father. God, that he will stand in his workplace and testify. Do you got Facebook, brother? 
I want you to get on Facebook and give a testimony of what the Lord has done, okay? People have been watching you. People have been watching you in pain. You grimace with pain when you've been down and pick things up, don't you? People on your job said, man, let me get that for you. And you're just like, oh, no, because your pride won't let them. But I'm telling you tonight that the influence that you have will touch the lives of others, and they will be drawn to the Spirit of the Lord because of what He does in your life tonight. You may not stand behind a desk with a microphone and preach, but the testimony of the Lord is going to live in you and you will be a witness unto other men of what God is doing in your life through you and in you. They will say, how did this happen, man? How did this happen, man? How did this happen, man? And you're going to say the touch of the Lord healed me on April the 5th, April the 6th of 2021. And I was made whole in the name of Jesus. Amen. Timidity. You're a big old boy, but you're timid in the spirit. I speak, I speak right now. There's a Holy Ghost boldness about to rise up in you. There's a roar inside of you. I don't normally talk to men like this, but there's something you possess. I know that when you were a child, you didn't think so. I can see you on a bicycle on a dirt gravel road, and you would ride that bike for miles and miles just to get away because home life wasn't all that great. But I'm telling you tonight, God was watching over you little boy. God was with you every mile that you pedaled. Every place you thought you were going to run away from. God said you're just going to run into my presence and I'm going to heal you. I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to touch you. I'm going to set you before men. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Was that the truth of the word of God? Every word of it. Thank you Jesus. Come here. Hallelujah. Can he do it for me like he did it for them? Yes, he can. Guys, this is good. This is good in the house. You ready? let's give God some glory. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done in this house. Amen. I decree over this house, it's a new day. It's a new season. What used to be a thin line, brother, that held a little is now a trench that holds a lot. You know exactly what that means. I bless you in this house. Come on, how many can say, I'm going to walk in an authority and decree a thing in my life? Come on, is that you in this house? Pastor. Before 
sure as he's coming, I would do a great injustice if I didn't ask if there was somebody in this house that as you watched, you were spectating. And you said, I really don't know what's going on up there, but I would love a Jesus to touch me. Is that somebody in this house that doesn't know this Jesus that can speak to bodies and they be made whole? He can speak to your soul that's been hurting, that's been lost, and that's been wandering. And he can say, come home. And tonight, all your sins be forgiven. He'll walk with you closer than any brother. He'll never leave you and never forsake you. Are you in here that doesn't know this Jesus? I don't know him as my Savior. But man, would I love to. Is that you in this room this night? Thank you, Jesus. We have a bunch of saints in the house ready to decree and walk in authority like we never walked in before. Amen. Come on, let's give God glory for that. Amen. How many is thankful for the word of the Lord tonight? Amen. Amen. Let's give Sister Dana a hand clap of appreciation tonight. Thank you for obeying the Lord. Thank you for sharing the word of the Lord in this house. I'm thankful that God is still healing, moving, setting free. Amen. Our lives are not over, but we are stepping into a new season where things are going to increase and we're going to see the hand of God on a level that we have not known. I believe this wholeheartedly. As I've shared from this platform for the last several weeks, several months, that I do believe that we have now transitioned into a season of resurrection. And I do believe this uh, is a time where there is the freshness of the Holy Spirit of God is, is amongst His people. And I understand that uh, you may not see it, you may not feel it at the moment yet, but hold on just a little while because the Word of the Lord is very clear. The psalmist wrote in Psalms 37, I believe it's verse 34, for those that await upon the Lord, they shall inherit the land. There is some land that we're getting ready to inherit, and it is land that God has prepared, and uh, I know that it may look like there's some giants in it, uh, but we don't need to focus on giants. We just need to focus on the promises of God. Amen? And I, I, will, I will say this tonight that we must sincerely begin to follow after the things of God. This is not for the faint of heart in this season. But this is a time, this is, there's never been a more serious hour in modern history than it is right now. I want to dance and shout with you. I want to rejoice with you. But I will tell you this, and we'll do those things. But this is a time for us to hear the word of the Lord. And it may be uncomfortable at times, but we are in a place right now where we need to realize that we are fighting a real devil because he knows that his days aren't numbered. But can I tell you, 
there is an intensity today, and it is only for those that's going to go back to the place where they began to tarry in the presence of God that we're going to be able to walk with authority that we've heard talked about today. We have to be able to live in a manner where our word and our decrees are backed up by the word of God. And that, that happens when we go and find ourselves in his presence. Amen. And I encourage you not to be weary, but I encourage you to be found faithful to the things of God in this season. Amen. There is a lot of things to celebrate in the midst of all of the craziness. Today, God is still on the throne and we're still his children and we still have a bright future. Amen. I'm so thankful that you're in the house tonight with us. I want to just say one more time, thank you, Pastor Mark, Pastor Dana, for coming and sharing with our people. We are truly honored to uh, have you, and uh, our house is always open. Our house is your house, so you have an open invitation to come uh, anytime. And uh, we are so thankful for what God is doing in Berea, Kentucky, and the ministry that they are uh, leading and shepherding the people there. If you're ever that way, it's a, you will be treated very, very well. So you need to stop in and say hello. Uh, tomorrow night, we're looking forward to uh, Brother Austin New bringing forth the word. You want to be here. It's going to be a great time in the house of the Lord. But if your home church has church, be there. Support your pastor. Support your local church, all right? And, uh, but if you don't have regular service, uh, we want you in the house of the Lord with us. And you will be blessed uh, by this young man of God that's going to share the Word of God tomorrow night. And uh, we want you to have uh, put every effort to be here tomorrow, and you're going to be blessed, I believe, tremendously. Amen? What a joy it is to serve a living God. Amen? I just want to encourage you tonight as we stand. If you're not standing, I want to invite you to stand all over the house with us. And... Uh, it is our privilege to have had you, uh, and uh, we do look forward to greater things as we work together for the advancing of the kingdom. I am going to ask you to join with me in prayer tonight as we dismiss uh, this evening. Uh, I believe Brother Mark and Sister Dana, uh, they're going to get uh, to the motel, freshen up, and get on the road and get home tonight. So they're going to be traveling, and uh, my bride is getting ready to get in the car, and she's going to be traveling. Uh, they'll be going south. I don't know if that's the promised land or what, but, uh, and then, uh, so, but, uh, but uh, Debbie's going to be gone for a few days, but also uh, we've got word that uh, her grandfather uh, they have just started morphine and all types of things. Looks like he's in the final hours of his life. Uh, so we would ask that you would uh, just pray uh, for, for Lloyd tonight and uh, Hazel uh, as they find themselves uh, in this time of, uh, of, that we don't like. But it does come, and uh, it does look like that, uh, that Grandpa Lloyd will be uh, stepping out of this world into eternity uh, uh, sooner uh, than uh, than later, but uh, I'm going to ask you to just join with me if I can uh, ask that tonight. Just pray for Debbie and her family uh, as they go through this time. So, dear Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you today for the word of the Lord. We thank you for the presence of of the Holy Spirit in this room. We thank you for the miracle-working power of God that is 
in this place tonight. We thank you for the testimonies of those that have received a healing touch. And Father, I believe that even those that have been watching tonight have received uh, where they are. And Father, I pray right now that you would just uh, to encourage, uplift, and guide and direct your people in this season. And tonight, Father, we just are here with thankful hearts uh, for all that has been done these last two evenings. Uh, but, Father, we're anticipating, we're expecting, uh, Lord, a great time in your presence tomorrow evening as we assemble back in this house again. But, Father, we take a moment and we pray blessings upon the man of God, the woman of God that you've blessed us with. Uh, Lord, I pray for increase to come to their house. I pray for every attack of the enemy that would try to rear its head against the ministry there, Lord, that it would be exposed and dispelled and there would be an open heaven above them, Lord, in this hour and this season. Uh, and Lord, not just that there would be souls saved, but there would be increase uh, in deliverance and healing and the power and demonstration of the Holy Spirit in that ministry and in that region, Father. And we thank you, Lord, that we know that you don't just go with us, but you go before us. So tonight, Father, I ask that you would go before uh, Pastor Mark and Sister Dana, go before Debbie tonight as they travel the roadways. Uh, and Lord, I pray especially for, for Lloyd and the family tonight, Lord, as he's uh, nearing and completing his race here. Lord, I pray that the peace of God would come into the home tonight, that rest would come to the family. And Lord, that the healing in that family that needs to take place would take place tonight. And Lord, we'll give you the praise and the glory for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. I pray that this service has been a blessing to you. What a powerful time of worship. What a powerful word that was brought forth tonight right here for PTC Ministries in Connersville during Resurrection Camp Meeting. May the Lord just richly bless you. May he just shine brightly upon you, give you blessed peace. Let me just pray a blessing over you tonight, if I may. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you. We thank you for those that have joined us and watched with us. And Lord, I pray that your word has went through the lens of this camera tonight. And I pray that it has been a blessing. Lord, if there's one that doesn't know you, I pray that tonight would be the night that they just surrender. And Lord, I pray for increase. I pray for blessing. I pray for favor to come to their house. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. God bless you. Tune in again and we'll be sharing the good news of the gospel. God bless. Hi everybody, this is Pastor Jade Abrams here. I wanna thank you for joining us today. And I also want you to connect with us. You can find us on all the social media platforms listed below, and we would love to catch up with you, hear what God has spoke to you, and continue to follow us. And we love you, and God bless you.